Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan and the episode that we promised last week again did not come to fruition because scheduling is really hard y'all especially when you can't give people money. So um, I had a magical heroine swoop in to save me from having absolutely nothing this Friday and she is our guest for today. And should I introduce you as your your new shortened nickname, my friend? <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. I've never. I, I'm not good at nicknames. We, I'm hard at. Let's just keep doing Shannon because it's 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 the Scream 101 name. Yeah, exactly. It's your brand. Yeah, I, I came home and I visited my sister, and she introduced me to someone, and I was like, "Hi, I'm Shan." And she goes, "You introduce yourself to people that way?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's how to get them to call you that. Right? That's, that is how that you works. You can't give them options. No, no. Yeah. Anyway, this is Shannon Chalakian, the co-host of season one of Scream 101. Thank you so much for helping me out. Yeah, of course. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be back. And I do have a little activity planned for us. But first, I want to know how are things going for you up in Seattle? Let the good people know that you're still alive and doing stuff. Things are going well. I am. I just recently started a new work, and it's great because there's this guy there, and we were talking about uh, horror thrillers. Hey, Ian, if you're listening, he's not. Hey, if he was. He's not. Yeah. Um. So, still getting my my horror on up here. A lot of people up here have been saying like, I don't like scary movies. To which I roll my eyes, and then a lot of people are like, I love scary movies, and then they. They recommend some like real trash BS that I don't want to watch. Um, uh huh. And by trash They're BS, like, I mean like the the stuff that's like just coming out now, or like I don't know the stuff that's like or like my jump scare. My horror. favorite old scary movie is Paranormal Activity three. Right, exactly. And I'm just like, ugh, you don't actually know horror. I'm I'm a, <laughs> I'm a horror oh. supremacist now. Oh boy, I know. Oh, and, former oh. elitist. <laughs> It it's hard not to be sometimes, but you got you got to be nice to anyone who likes the scaries. Yeah, I made the mis- um, I made the mistake the other day of I was at uh, uh, bar trivia, and what I love about bar trivia is they always throw in horror movie questions, which is the best. Um, and we had an entire horror movie round, and I was like, oh, that's great! Like I had a horror movie podcast, and this gal was like, oh, really? Like, what's your favorite horror movie? And I was like, well, I really like the giallo, like entire genre of horror, <laughs> yes. like nineteen seventies Italian horrors, like where it's at. And then I saw her eyes glaze over, like, like she's that's sh- the best. I know. I was like, oh, I've lost you. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I really like The Conjuring, <laughs> right? Yeah, and we were talking about. I don't know. I got into it. We talked about Ringu at some point. It was fun. Okay, cool. I'm glad I'm glad I've given you something to share with people and like create into your like find your own place within it. Oh, you've created a monster. I'm so happy. Good. And I do want to ask, what is the most recent horror film that you've seen? And I do fully expect the answer to be The Changeling, which is the last movie we watched for the podcast. <laughs> Oh, so good. And I have that. I'm looking at it right now. It's in my room. Um, no, the last one that I saw was... I actually... Okay, so I did watch um, Final Girls again. That Great. Was, that was really fun. But that was like further back. What was, what have I watched since then? I watched something else. I think it was some like Netflix random horror movie that was like not anything good. So I can't even remember the name of it. Ah, uh, that's okay. But who, if it sounds about yeah, right. but whoever I watched it with was like really scared, and I was like, "This is 
really this is <laughs> like uh, lame yeah seriously so yeah okay okay that's cool um well the activity that i have planned actually ties in exactly to what we were talking about um is i want to see how much of what we watched together actually stuck with you um so i'm gonna do a little trivia round of movies from season one of scream 101 <laughs> i am just your little experiment you're trying to like see what sticks Basically, I mean, it, you're you're the first person I've inflicted this upon, and I want to see if your life has improved in any way. <laughs> Ooh, I'm patient zero. I dig yeah, it. Yeah, you are. Cool. And um, for the record, some of the questions, most of them are pretty easy. Okay. Um, because I they're pretty basic questions about the movies, because I, I know you're not going to remember like the details of 100 Bloody Acres or whatever, and that's fine. Um, so I, I didn't go too deep. I just went with what i remember from watching these movies so you're not going to ask me like who was the second person who was killed in nightmare on elm street 3 no because that's crazy um you know that you know that answer though i'm sure the second person who's killed nightmare on elm street 3 yeah uh i don't know um i think it was the girl whose head was shoved into the tv but that's irrelevant see and the fact that you Uh, even have a guess for that is ridiculous I'm pretty I'm pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but anyway, no, it, it is just the things that I remembered off the top of my head from these movies, which is probably still a lot more nerdy and like complex than you will get. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to do my best, and I just want to see how it goes. And I don't have questions about all the movies, but I do have questions about most of them. All right, let's do it. Are you ready? Okay. And they are in order of when we watch them. So, okay. as as it should be, we're starting with I, Madman. In what time of year is I, Madman set? Oh, that's a, it was uh, Christmas time, right? Yes, because we have like half of our movies were secretly Christmas movies. Yes. Oh, that was easy. Okay. Okay, good. I'm glad we're off to a good start. Good. Um, in, in Madman, different movie... <laughs> Um, what improvised hiding place does Ellie use to escape from Madman Mars? Oh, the fridge. It was so great. Yes. That was the best was part of the entire movie. I could watch none of the other of the rest of the movie if I just watched that scene. Um, I'd have to watch the hot tub scene too, <laughs> but <laughs> Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, there's so bananas. Oh, and also feel free to play along at home. Oh yeah. Um Okay. What is Morgan's famous quote from The House on Sorority Row? Oh, goodness. Okay, so. I assume you know what I'm talking about. I mean, The House on, Even, the House on Sorority Row is a wonderful movie. Uh-huh. Um, and we interviewed uh, the director. Mark Rossman. Mark Rossman, yes. Um, I don't believe I remember who Morgan is, though. Um, it, it is a very, it, we talked about this line a lot. It's the very bad line reading that we get in that movie. Oh my God. Uh, okay. So it's the, it's the blonde girl and she yes. says something really weird in like a really weird way Uh huh. or something normal in a weird way. Um, the, the line's normal. The reading is not right. Um, Do you want me to tell you? It just it just reminds me of like the Californians, like what? Oh yeah, kind of. Like what are you doing here? 
Yeah, no, I'll, I'll tell you because okay. you're going to kick yourself if you wait longer. Okay. It's, how do we know she is alive? Oh, my gosh. Yes, we listened to that audio clip probably 25 times before the episode went it's, out. It's so special. <laughs> how, how do we know she is alive? It's it's like Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It totally is. Weird. Yeah, super weird. Anyway, um, in <laughs> I this is another one that you're probably not going to remember at all. But if you can, I would love if you sing a few bars of the song from Sweet 16 titled Sweet Melissa. Oh, my goodness. Was that the one with the horse? No. What? <laughs> Wasn't there some horror movie that we saw with, like, Native Americans and a horse? Oh, yeah, there were Native Americans in that. I do not remember a horse, though. Oh, okay. Sweet Melissa. Um. Okay, this oh. this was not the best song. This was an awful, awful song. Yeah, it was really cheesy and soap opera-y. It was so bad. And I would trade that for the April Fool's Day song in a second. Yes. Um. So I can't remember it because I was trying to purge it from my mind. Fair enough. How does it, um, how does it go? Honestly, it's like, uh, oh, shoot. It's Melissa. What a lovely girl, Melissa. <laughs> trapped inside a world, Melissa. Oh it's like, God. dear Melissa to Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> it gets really operatic towards the end. Perfect. All right. Here's, here's an easier one. Um, what future movie star appeared in Return to Horror High? Okay, let me get this straight. So Return to Horror High, that's the one with like the weird flash dream that everyone was on drugs. Was that right? Uh, there were like there were like drawings all over the wall. Uh, it, it was a sex scene where they were there was. I don't remember it being a. Oh, it was a dream, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Um, but there was like a guy welding outside. Goodness. Um, it's, they're shooting this... a movie in a high school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, um, there was like the, the props guy. That was my favorite character. He was like making props. Uh, he had a cool mustache, I think. Or, okay. Or, I don't remember something. that. You, I don't know. We remember very different things about we this do, movie. We do. Um, but, was it, um, but was it, was it, was it, um, oh my gosh. It's it's the everybody's dilf. Is it? Um, <laughs> I mean, I might take that as an answer if you can't come up with the name. I mean, I do know his name. I've, I've watched all the Oceans movies. Um, okay, yeah, you're you got it. It's George. Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney. Yay! <laughs> all right. Um, and this is another one where I'm like, we'll see. Um, do you remember the killer's name from Shocker? This is a character played by Mitch Pileggi. His name was Richard Carlyle. No, what is... That's from something. Oh, I don't know. It's my friend's cat's name. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, his name's Horace Pinker. Oh, Horace Pinker. Shocker is the um, the uh, Wes Craven movie, right? Yes. Um, the One of his more mediocre works. See... It, I couldn't even remember the movie, but now now I can like see it 
hindsight bias but now i can see it vividly about like him being like an electrician or a tv repairman right uh no he i don't remember what his job was but he got elect he got the electric chair and then he turned into some sort of electricity demon oh that's right maybe he was a tv repairman yeah you're right he had like a bunch of tvs in his little thing but why do i remember that and i don't remember the fact that he like got the electric chair right yeah that's the whole like thing (laughs) and instead i'm like tvs they shock people Sure. I mean, they especially back then, like, you could put your arm up next to the TV and your hairs would stand on end. Yeah, and you, like, would go up and touch the TV and it would zap, like, if you were, like, on carpet, all the static yeah, sure. electricity. Yeah, and you could uh, take over other people's bodies and stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, in Silence of the Lambs, Clarice is sent to Hannibal Lecter's storage unit. What does she find inside? <laughs> so I can remember that part because that's when like there's the van does she find like the plans to make the bodysuit or no that's in his house does she find the woman or like parts of the woman or like she find it, it, it's, it's not related to uh, the overall the plot the kidnapped girl really Ugh. I'll just I'll just tell you okay um, it's a severed head in an old car. Oh, yeah, that's random. I don't know. Again, maybe that scene sticks out to me. I assume you remember the part where she's super cool and Jerry rigs away to open the storage unit door that refuses to open. No, I don't. I do remember um, the just the guy deciding to wear skin like a blazer. Like that's that's what I remember. And the little dog I mean, that's, in the that's hole. Pretty memorable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll try to do better on the next one. Do you rem- <laughs> do you remember the name of the town in Troll 2? No. Okay, the the name would be obvious if the title actually reflected anything about the movie. Oh, oh, oh. It's like Goblinsville or like Goblin Town. Something about um, goblins, not trolls. It I will take it, but it's Nilbog, which is Goblin backwards. Yes, that's right. Um, okay, in The Thing, what test does McCready devise to determine who's human or not? Okay, he takes people's blood, and then he, like, attacks it with, with acid or something. because it would... um, I, I will take it. It's a blood... He, like, pokes it with, like, a hot wire or something. Right, right, right. So he just, like, causes it to... to defend itself yes yeah um i i was just looking for a blood test because it's kind of hard to describe exactly what he does to the blood right um okay so in cabin in the woods um bradley whitford's character spoilers i guess um he dies ironically at the hands of what monster i don't know who bradley whitford is he's one of the workers at the office Oh, okay. So he's the guy who was like all about making these monsters. I feel like, have you ever seen those videos where there's like this video online of this husband and he's recording his wife and she's drunk and she's trying to explain Star Wars, but she knows nothing about Star Wars. Oh, I think I have seen that. You got to watch it again. It's funny every time it happens because then he animates it because he's an animator. So he animates yeah. what she's saying. So by me, re- re- like, 
trying to explain what I remember from all these horror films that I definitely only watched once. Yeah, two and a half years ago. Two and a half years ago. Like, that's what's happening right now. Okay, so so this is what I remember. Okay, so there was this guy. He was kind of arrogant, and he, like, was all about a certain kind of monster, and he was, like, really hoping that that monster would be chosen. Yes. And then... And it's kind of a silly monster. Right. And then he, like, gets killed by that monster in, like, an elevator shaft or something um, when the monsters come and take over the the plant but yeah the facility but like what what was it though because he was like really hoping it would be that and then it didn't happen was it like deadly clowns or was it like it was um, it wasn't I, it wasn't the murder family no it wasn't because that was that was actually that was the one that actually happened um okay i'm just gonna tell you it was the merman oh that's right that's right. Ugh. All right. Um, let's move on to okay. another classic because we're in the October month, so we watched a lot of popular stuff. Okay. Um, in Friday the 13th, when Kevin Bacon is busy being murdered, what game are his friends playing in the main cabin? Strip poker. Strip Monopoly, but I will take it. Strip Monopoly. That is the worst. Okay. You just asked me this question <laughs> so I can go off about Monopoly, and I know that about you. Monopoly is the uh-huh. worst game. The fact that you add oh, yeah. stripping to it makes it the worst game ever. No, it makes it 10% better, which means it's still a terrible game, but at least it's not Monopoly. Well, no, but now, like, when you become bankrupt, you literally lose your shirt. Like, that is like opening a wound and pouring lemon juice directly on it. That game <laughs> is depression in a box. I mean, it literally, it is the Great Depression. <laughs> Yeah. Did, um, did you know that pe- well, yeah, people but... invented that game so that people could could be entertained on a budget during the depression? It's like why people why people went to tons of movies because movies were cheap and no one could afford going to anything else. But can you imagine playing Monopoly in the Great Depression? Because it was I mean a that good... that must be why it, that must be why it was called the Great Depression. Like it was supposed to be a good financial move to like save money by keeping your family at home playing this depressing ass game. Yeah, maybe you're supposed to learn a little bit about the economy and therefore like you feel empowered or something. No, that's like that's such bullshit. That's like that's like uh, white people telling telling people of color or low income folks to like stop buying Try Starbucks. Harder. Yeah, like. No. No, I know. It. Okay, it's bad. Monopoly sucks. Let's move on. <laughs> um, who edited the director's cut of Nightbreed? Oh, it's our friend. He's so great. I know his name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Andrew Furtado. Andrew Furtado. Yes, and he just got married. I... Well, not just because it's been a while, but I haven't seen him since. No, then. it's been like a month. Okay, he just got married. Yeah, congratulations, Andrew and Elle. Yeah. I was there, and it was beautiful. Yeah, don't put me on the spot for names. That sucks. Okay. <laughs> no, I I didn't. I'm sorry. I I shouldn't have. I realized that was a precarious position, so that's why I Not you. jumped in. Thank you. Not you specifically. Just like in general, I hate I hate it when that happens. Have you okay, ever? Okay, I'm sorry. Some? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I mean, you literally couldn't remember George Clooney's name, so that's just not a skill you have. Correct. And I know that about myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In Stage Fright Aquarius, what mask does the killer wear? It's the stage of Aquarius. <laughs> he's a he's a freaking owl man. 
Yes, he is an owl man. Okay, and this one you've seen more recently. Mm -hmm. In the final girls, what is the song that the mom and the daughter share together? She's got Betty Davis eyes. Oh, it's so good. Betty Davis. The Betty Davis eyes. I don't know the song name. Is that the song name? Yeah, that's the name of the song. Okay, yeah, that one. Uh, Yeah, and we should move on before I start weeping because that moment is so beautiful. (laughs) I've I've never wanted to cry while someone was stripping before. Exactly. It's so it's such a weird moment, but it's so powerful. Right? And she's like stripping and keeping direct eye contact with her daughter. It's like oh. Anyway. Next. Anyway, what is the alternate title for Mrs. Ashborough's cat? Ghost cat. Yes. I can't believe we watched that movie. I can't believe they marketed it as a horror film. It was so not good. No. But we've seen it. Yeah, and I'm kind of glad we did. It had Ellen Page and that hot dude from the opening scene of X-Men. Yeah, and the the little hair loopies that she wore. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, this one is in honor of Margot Kidder, who just passed away. But in a Black Christmas, Margot Kidder's character Barb insults her mom over the phone. I doubt you will remember what she called her, but it's such a good insult. I had to bring it up. Do you remember? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Margot Kidder was like. She was the drunk mean girl. She's like, oh, it's the Mormon Tabernacle Choir making their annual obscene phone call. <laughs> was that was that the answer? Or is there something else? No, no, no. It, it, she calls her mom an insult. She has many insulting lines to draw from. I was going to say, I remember her being that way. Um did she just call her like a whore? Like, what did she call her? I actually, I'm going to give you that, but she calls her a gold-plated whore. That's right. Yes, gold-plated. Awesome. Ugh, man, R.I.P. Marco Kidder. You're awesome. Yeah, no kidding. No kidder. Oh boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> I forgot why I don't have you on this show anymore. I'm free of dad jokes. <laughs> Okay, in Suspiria, what does the academy run by witches teach? Like, what's the academy for? Ballet. Yes. Um, and they they just released some info about the remake of that that's coming out. That's weird. Don't remake Italian horror films. That's silly. No, it, it makes no sense, but the director is Italian. He's the guy who made Call Me By Your Name, so it's like, eh, okay. As long as there's not someone, like, jacking off into a grapefruit or whatever happened. It was a peach, but that's equally unsanitary. I haven't seen it. Also, peach is such, so, uh, um, uh. Modern with emojis? I was going to say Yannick, but you can go that way. Yeah, it kind of is. Right? Um. I don't know. Additionally, I like Suspiria because it has a horror dog scene that. Uh, gets forgotten about just like just like um halloween yeah i do forget about that dog scene and that dog doesn't die it becomes the killer so that's even cooler yeah i just remember it being in that middle that like uh courtyard and like all these amazing beautiful buildings all around and it being just like a really weird scene that doesn't really make any sense in the movie but like no and it's kind of (laughs) boring yeah and the movie doesn't really make sense so no not at all yeah but yeah, no, so I'm very interested in seeing the remake. I don't see how it could be good at all, but Tilda Swinton is in it, so I'm like, okay. Oh, God. Bailey will be all over that then. Hell yeah. Um, okay, 
in Happy Birthday to Me, um, the main character, like the main pool of victims, they all wear an article of clothing that is the same. It's like a school-supplied article of clothing, and one of them is, in fact, murdered using that clothing. Do you remember what it is? Gosh, I, I wanted to say that I feel like I know so much about Happy Birthday to Me. That is one that we've watched, like, three times. I think maybe only twice. Um, I'll run you through the basics of that murder sequence. It's the character Etienne. Um, he's fixing his motorcycle. Okay. Is it a scarf? Is it a jacket? No, it's a scarf. It's a scarf. Okay, it's a scarf. Yeah, that's what I thought. You did it. Yay. <laughs> okay. Um, in Friday the 13th Part 2, um, there's a character named Terry who gets naked. What is the very thematically appropriate name of her dog? Jason? No, um, the dog's name is Muffin. Oh, that's funny. That's right. No, because... Li- what? Muffin was the best part about that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's the part where Muffin disappears, and she's like, no, I'm going to stay behind at camp. Muffin may show. And then she gets naked and is like, I know what you did there. <laughs> I don't think... Anyway. They, I, don't think they, I don't think they plan to do that, but I think that... I don't think so, think but it's great. That. They sure did. Okay, so coming back to Italy, um, in Lucio Fulci's Zombie, uh, what is the inciting incident that allows the people in New York to discover that there is a zombie plague afoot? They, um, the cops are out on the water and they find a boat and the people on the boat are like horribly, horribly murdered. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, so in 28 Days Later, um, Mad-Eye Moody, um, he gets turned into a zombie. How does that happen? Oh, it's so sad. There was, like, a crow, and it, like, dropped blood from above into his eye. Yeah, oh, that... You're doing great on the zombie ones. Well, you know... (laughs) But that was so sad. Also, that's how his, his eye got mad, you know? Oh, that makes so much sense. Right? Um, okay, in one of my favorite movies we watch for the show, Killer Party, when the titular killer finally shows up like 80 minutes into the movie, what is their costume? Okay, don't don't give me any hints as to the answer, but like remind me of Killer Party. Um, Killer Party is the one that opens on a scene at a funeral, which turns out to be part of a music video, which turns out to be what a character's watching on TV, and then the movie starts. And a sorority girls are setting up a uh, like pledge event slash April Fool's Day party, which the timeline makes no sense on that. Um, and I don't want to spoil too much about that, but a killer does show up at the party. Um, there's the girl who's having sex with that nerdy guy, and she's like, oh, touch me there, and she's pointing at her elbow. <laughs> um, is 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 this movie, or is it the April Fool's movie that has the goats? This is the goats. This is the goats. Okay, see, that's the yes. only thing I remember about this, is that they were just so obsessed with those goats and making weird noises. Um, God. I I have no idea. 
That's okay. The killer is really not a big part of this movie, and they are dressed as a deep sea diver in this big metal outfit. Weird. All right. So, uh, moving on to more contemporary, where is the movie It Follows set? What city? Is it like Detroit? It is Detroit. Cool. Okay, I got to flip my page over because I wrote too many questions down. Also, you asked me this. You, like, asked me to do this thing, like, ten minutes ago. How did you come up with all these questions? I worked really fast. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> okay, um, in Hellraiser, um, what again, what's the inciting incident that activates the bloody, disgusting Frank monster coming out of the floor of the attic? The only thing I can remember from this movie is is uh, Canadian cowboys. Um, so I think it was there was like a there was like a box in the attic or something. I mean, there is there is the the puzzle box that um, Pinhead uses to activate stuff. That's not specifically what I was talking about. Oh, was it about um, him becoming a monster? How did he become a monster? How did that happen? not that that is how he became a monster but like the way that he what activates him like arriving out of the hell dimension and into their house is a very specific thing i'll just tell you okay um his his brother drops blood on the floor oh gross clean that up yeah that movie's so gross i love it um (laughs) all right in a movie that did not fly well when i showed it to you final exam um, there's exactly one beautiful shot of the killer's silhouette. In what location on campus does that happen? Ugh, I hated that movie. Um, so much so that I can't remember anything. Um, where... That's fine. It's not super memorable. Yeah, where was the silhouette on campus of the someone? Um, I don't know, a bathroom? No, it was a it was a basketball court. All right, cool. Anyway, um, another one. I don't. This is one I have no idea how you're gonna do on this one. Um, do you remember the name of the camp in Sleepaway Camp? Camp Tanunga. Ten- no, it's Camp Arawak. Oh, okay. That's one. Yeah, that's another one of the ones. Where I was like, oh, we'll see. <laughs> um, okay, here's one that. I hope you get. I'm not expecting you to necessarily, like no no pressure, but who plays J Lo's best friend in The Boy Next Door? She's the vice principal of the school where J Lo works. Um Oh, 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 oh. Uh I know this one actually. Um names are bad for me though. She's you, can, you can tell me about her if you don't remember her name. Tiny from Wicked. Yes, Kristen Chenoweth. Yes! Best part of that movie. Oh, I know. She's so great. So great. Um, okay, so more Italian stuff. We watched Twitch of the Death Nerve. Uh, what kill from that movie did Friday the 13th Part 2 rip off later? It's a very memorable kill. Uh, you said Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th, part two, two. ripped off a kill from Twitch of the Death Nerve. Um, It is very iconic. Was it, um, like, hanging someone on, on, um, 
like a deer? Um, no. Um, it it was two people uh, impaled with a spear while having sex. Oh, that's right. But I thought that was from Friday. Well, it was technically from Friday the 13th part one where they were on the bed having sex and then, um. No, but they weren't speared together. Um, Marcy goes off to the bathroom and Kevin Bacon gets killed. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Gotcha. Doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) I'm just showing off what a dork. I am. I've seen that movie too many times. Um, Do you remember what the name of the demon who takes over Sigourney Weaver's body in Ghostbusters is? Yes. Hold on. There is no Dana. There's only... Zorg. Zulu. Zord. So uh, close. No, hold on. I know it because the reason I know it is because it is in after credits of Ghost the current Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, hey, what does. Zool. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. Your knowledge of Leslie Jones is strong. It better be. She's awesome. Yeah, she is. Okay, here's here's probably the hardest question in the entire thing. Okay. Um, in Night of the Comet, what are the initials of the video game champion that annoys one of our lead characters because she like he beats her score? First of all, love that movie. Was waiting for a yeah. question about that movie. I saw it in GIF form on Tumblr the other day, and I was like, yes, great. Oh, that's so cool. I know. Um. Goodness gracious. FML. I don't know. No, it, it's DMK. There's no way. that That's the one that I had to look up, but oh, okay. I wanted to see if you had it in there. I love that that's the only one you had to look up. Everything else was com- just completely from memory. Yeah, just right in there. Um, I mean, I I don't just watch these movies. Like I write about them, and I podcast about them, and they show up again in my life in other forms, so they kind of stay fresh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Another name one. I guess that's not helpful for you. Um. What do you remember the name of the boy ghost in Juwan the Grudge? Toshio. Yes, you did it. <laughs> okay. Um. And in the Changeling, what is George C. Scott's occupation? He's the main character. Right. Goodness, he was. He's like a he's like a music professor, right? Yes, he is. Oh. He's a composer and a professor. Cool. And one super special extra bonus question. Um in Mamma Mia, on the island of Kalakairi, what goddess's fountain is hidden there? It's Aphrodite. I knew it. I knew I could count on you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, honestly, you did pretty well. You got 21 out of 34. Which for like almost three years removed, very good job. Yeah, I mean that's true. Let's see, let's see what my percentage is. That's uh sixty one percent. So I guess I got to do some some reading up. But yeah, that's really fun. I mean, I disagree with the school system asserting that that should be a D because you got more than half right, and it's like that should be worth something. I agree. Although. How much is this is this information really worth? 
Um, it's worth, <laughs> I don't know, a, a gift card to the bar that has trivia. That's actually, that's legit. We, we, I won bar trivia the other night, not the other night, a while ago, but we haven't seen each other in a while. Um, and there was an entire round on horror and I got everything except for one wrong. Or, or no, everything except for one that right. One? Yeah, we talked about it. I texted you about it. It was a Japanese horror film. Um, and then you, you knew it like immediately, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, that's okay. I just I don't remember what the question was anymore, but I remember you telling me about it, and that was fun. Yeah, I remember some of the questions um, though. So, like one of the questions was like, "How did um, how how did the uh, Claude villain in in Nightmare on Elm Street die?" And I was like, "Okay, being burned." Um, there were a couple others. There was even a weird one about something from like I think it, was, it asked like what was. Um, what was the 70s Italian horror films called? And I think I knew that, so obviously. That's super, I mean, that that's your jam. It is indeed. All the three movies that I've seen from it. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think it's my job to uh, sort through the muck on those ones a little bit. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, like Sergio and I did a Giallo month for like this incarnation of the show and some of it was very fun and some of it was like oh no yeah. <laughs> um yeah. like we watched tenebrae which was a daria argento one and that one was good um oh oh um the best title ever um your vice is a locked room and only i have the key that one's pretty good i'll lend you that one that's good that's a good one but yeah the other ones were kind of a bust it sounds like it yeah. Anyway, uh, Mamma Mia. <laughs> the sequel's coming out. Have you seen the trailer? I have. I, I don't know if I've seen the up- updated one. Cher looks like she's a, a capital B witch. Yeah, I'm so excited because um, I love ABBA deep cuts. And this is this movie promises to have at least a couple, I think, unless they just repeat all the old songs, which is dumb. Yeah, they're obviously doing at least one of them, but they're doing like a slower acoustic version. Yeah, they're doing Mamma Mia and Dancing Queen again, I think, at least according to the trailer. But maybe they're just trying to remind people that they like ABBA before they shove all the weird songs at them. Um, they're doing, I w- in the new trailer, they're doing Waterloo. Yes. Um, Because that was technically only in the credits of the first one. Yes. Um, They're doing Fernando. Okay. Um, and there's literally a character named Fernando. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, and I think they're going to do In the Name of the Game, probably. Or the, the Name of the Game, probably, because that's a song that was cut from the first one. Um, bless you. Thank you. Anyway, I just need to... I need lots of podcast space to talk about Mamma too. But sorry for uh, <laughs> taking a tangent. No, but... tangents are great. You're going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. We're going to get together. We're going to do a whole thing. Sergio's going to roll his eyes and then groan so that people know that he's rolled his eyes. It'll be awesome. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't even seen the original, which is just devastating what? to me. What? I know. What are you doing? You were supposed to be training your boyfriend. I know. Maybe I can convince him by saying it's like uh, it'll teach him how to like be gay better or something. Well, I mean, like you, you just got to say like the moment you realized you were gay was in that movie, which is not a lie. It, it's I mean, I wouldn't like 
give Mamma Mia all that credit, but yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. I really, yeah, I don't know. I really connect with Colin Firth's character in that one, I guess. Oh my gosh, Colin Firth. Bring him back. He's got, He's coming back. I know, that's so good. Maybe he can be, be, be a better gay this time. I think he... He at least has eye contact with men again, so that's about the same level as last time. Yeah, no kidding. I, that was that's like the biggest twist in history. Is like Colin Firth was trying to be gay the whole time. Like <laughs> I watched that movie so many times, and even on the rewatches, I still was like, he's not gay. Like <laughs> there's nothing in his acting that is telling me that he's gay. <laughs> no, just because he's just Colin Firth. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. He's just being called Firth, and then he decided to begin. I was like, all right, I'm down, whatever. Yeah, all give right. me that. All right, Firthy, you, you going to do that? Go for it. Anyway, yeah, thank you so much. I, I guess I shouldn't take any more of your time babbling about Mamma Mia, but, I mean, that's what we would do anyway if we weren't on a podcast. True. I won't take any more of our audience's time. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Uh, uh, but, yeah, thank you so much for uh, coming on. Uh you can catch the show on Scream 101 Pod on Twitter, on Facebook at Scream 101 Podcast, and uh, email at Scream 101 Podcast at gmail.com. Do you just, do you, you don't have anything like to plug, right? You're not really doing social media right now? Or do you have something? No, I like, I like cut out of social media, which is uh, really, really good for me, but bad for like keeping up with anything. I'm, I uh, have kept it kind of downloaded just in case I need something. Like sometimes I need to like look for housing or something. Um, yeah, but you have 122 likes. I just pulled that up. That is that is a good amount of likes, my friend. Oh, on on Facebook or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, and Facebook's not like our main platform even. So it's like it's almost like we're blowing up, but mostly we're not. Yeah. No, but also, I mean, thank you to all of the new listeners who have like shown up. Like everyone on Twitter has been super cool. Yeah, maybe we should have given them more background for what season one of Scream 101 was because it's so different now. I, I mean, you're totally right. Um, it was very different. No, no less queer. Um, True. But yeah, you can find the back episodes of uh, me and Shannon discussing all of the horror movies that you just heard on mm-hmm. podpeople.me. If you click on the Scream 101 tab, just click back a couple times and it'll show up. Um, and yeah, you should definitely check those out. You can download them directly from the website or you can listen via the player there. Um, yeah, check that out. Yeah, it was really fun learning a lot about horror while like begrudgingly watching really, really awful horror films. But sometimes they're great, and that's why you do it. That's true. That's true. There's always those those gems, those uh, diamonds in the rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, again, thank you so much. Thanks to everyone for listening, and good luck on your journey. See you next week, where hopefully I will have actually have the episode that I promised to be today. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, everyone. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, Justin. We really need to record a trailer for our podcast. Why? Because that's how we'll get people to tune in. All the great podcasts have them. Oh, okay. Hey, what's this? You own a cassette player? What is this, 1992? This isn't mine. Well, what's on it? Hmm, let's see.
Hey everyone, welcome to Eerie Earfuls. Every two weeks we pick a horror movie double feature to compare and contrast for your entertainment. Who chooses rotates each episode. We explain why we chose the films, then proceed to analyze the two. Proceed to analyze the two. Proceed to analyze the two. For your entertainment. You never know what pairings we might choose. You never know. <laughs> What the hell? Was that us on that tape? Hello? Find more episodes on Bad People Got Me. Podcasts for the weird at heart. Ah!